guess what, buddy? Guess what? I'm an independent contractor, dog. I'm 1099, so I could be here. And you know how I promised Mox I wouldn't beat your ass at AEW? This ain't AEW, bro. I'm coming after that championship. Wow. What do you say, huh? Don't be scared, dog. Don't be scared. Come on, baby. Here you go. Oh, that's cold. Eddie Kingston coming out and making the challenge. Hey, Claudio seemingly not having the time of day. Eddie Kingston, the shot across the bow to the Ring of Honor World Champion. Fans, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on the inaugural edition of Ring of Honor on Honor Club. For Caprice calling on me and Rick Abani. Caprice, where do, where do we think we're headed from here? I don't know, man. An open challenge like that, man. I think the way he he just tried to ignore it. Yeah, you can't ignore something like that, man. I mean, if the match is made, the match is made. But Claudio knows you can't just offer a challenge. The champion has to accept the challenge. And fans, next week, two big title matches for Caprice, Ivy, and Riccoboni. Happy wrestling, everybody. You'll listen to the turnbuckle throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and... Uh, that bonehead choppy. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. All right. Episode, what is this, 476, I think it is? Yeah, 476 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. How the hell is everybody doing? It is uh, March the 4th, 2023. I am always your gracious host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray. It is a Saturday morning. Um, a little bummed. As we uh, reflect on the 8th anniversary of my brother Greg's passing. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I don't really, like, you know, Facebook is that is the, uh, and I have this app called Time Hop. And I was like, oh, you know, you should erase that shit, man. It's not good for you. And I'm like, you know, I got to be honest with you, though. Like, if I, if I do that, then all the good memories, you know, that I forget about leave me, you know. And I'm, and I'm getting at that age now where I have to write everything down. I forget shit, you know. So needless to say, here we are, and it is eight years later, and um, this 
episode is obviously dedicated to my little brother. I never, I really didn't see him much. He was the product of my dad's second marriage, and he was conceived while him and his wife were using dope. So he was confined to a wheelchair for his entire life and didn't walk and didn't talk. Uh, I did see him every couple of years, and uh, and not because I didn't want to, it was just because of circumstances. You know, I didn't want to. I I didn't want to be like, um, you know, I'd be like, oh, we were close with we this, with we that. We weren't. But he was my brother. He was blood. And, um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you, you know, everybody's like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't feel like you have any regrets. I'm like, I don't have any regrets on seeing him. I just wanted to be around more. And I, you know, that was the thing with us. I didn't want to, you know, and my other brother too, I just didn't want to be in that environment. There was so much bad shit going on. I didn't want to be that guy, you know, and be caught up in the bullshit. Um... And if you know me closely, then you know why I wasn't around that stuff. So, needless to say, um, it's been eight years. I remember I had to drive out there. We didn't have any other family to, like, because his mom was sick. She was also in the hospital, my stepmom. She was in the hospital at the time. And no one else was around, and I had to go and look at paperwork, and he was on life support. We had to unplug it, and I was like, you know, and I was just like, I was, I had to, I remember that morning. I had dropped off my, at that time, my wife, I dropped off at work in Brooklyn, and then I had to drive to, ironically, my little, my other brother, Michael, lives where my ex was working at the time, in near Marine Park, um, so I had to drop her off at the, she worked inside the mall at the bank, I had to drop her off, then I had to drive, like, 50 miles to Suffolk County, the hospital where he was staying at, Stony Brook, and I remember, like, being okay with everything, and then unplugging him, and then driving back to Brooklyn and really just not trying not to think about it beyond. And then it took about two weeks until he actually passed away after that. So um, I'm not trying to bring the, the party down. I'm just reflecting on, on what happened. And uh, and it, here we are. You know, it's like it's and I had a, I took a couple of days off from work. I was like, you know what? I just need to reflect. And, you know, he had a lot. He had a good life, though. Like He was very well taken care of, you know, and. He went to school, he had, you know, he had he had stuff going on, his family loved him, he had constant care around him, so shout out to his, uh, you know, to the family who took care of him and whatnot, I'm just sorry, I wish I was around more and I wish the situation was different and it wasn't, but he was my brother, he was a Raya, so you know, it's, and that name doesn't go very far <laughs> in certain so- social circles in my own neighborhood, but you know the name is respected, and I, and I want to say that I that I that I put some validity back into my name because I'm the only one that didn't get into any legit trouble. I got into trouble as a kid, but not like they did, you know. And I just it was hard being a Raya. Like I remember being in junior high school, and I don't know if I told the story, but I got my first day of junior high school. I'm in the the lunchroom. Almost half the day is done already. And I get pulled out. Like, I get dragged out of the, the lunch line by this big, burly Italian dude. He looked like um, Captain Kangaroo with no mustache. He had the, the salt and pepper hair, the same kind of haircut, the same dumpy figure. Mr. Anthony Leteria, never forget Anthony. He was the vice principal of the of the school. And he pulls me out of the line, right? And I had just met him, like, like, for orientation and all that. I really didn't have a chance to interact with him. Didn't talk to him. Didn't say anything. I was I was scared. It was junior high school. We were swapping off, um... We were swapping off, uh... What do you call it there? Like, uh... Class. We were going... This is the first year that you actually go to from class to class. And this was like... I was just trying to keep up with the, with the Joneses, man. With the piece of paper and trying to go to all the numbers on the floors and shit. And make my classes and not be late for the first day. So here I am. It's the half the day. I'm scared shitless. I get into the lunchroom. I've, now I have to get on the line because I'm, you know, I'm free lunch. I'm one of the poor kids, so I have to, so I, I have to process the paperwork and all that shit. So I get my free lunch, and this dude just drags me out of the fucking line. He's like, pulls me into a side hallway. He's like, I know who you are, Philip Ray, and I'm like, what? He's like, I've had your father, I've had your mother, aunts, uncles, cousins, all of you guys. You're all nothing but fucking trouble, and I'm gonna be watching you for the next three years. And I was like. Come to find out, 
my entire immediate family had all of my teachers at one point. My 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 dean who was the shop teacher, my my principal who was my mom's science teacher, like the entire immediate family, aunts, uncles, cousins, parents, step parents had this these people as their teachers. So of course they weren't the best of students. <laughs> so now of course I'm the next generation and they wanted to make sure I wasn't a fuck up. Now, come to find out I wasn't really a fuck up. I had just had a chip on my shoulder, a very terrible temper and attitude. I was a good student. I just didn't play well with others at one point in the game. So um shout out to to PS now IS seventy seven and, and nine IS ninety three. Um the schools that were annexed together in my neighborhood that, that spawned a bunch of trouble for me and my family. <laughs> so here we are, you know. And I just tried to keep the name good, man. I didn't want to be that guy. And I was, I remember just being, I remember one time being called home because my dad and I had the same name. My dad, I have the same name. And, and like, I remember being called home, like, I'm, I was like 18, 17, 18 years old. And, I was, and I, we all had beepers, you know. I got a beep. Oh, who's calling me? It's my mom. My mom never pages me. Something had to be wrong. Maybe I didn't walk the dog because I used to walk the dog three times a day. Maybe I didn't. You know, clean up my room or something, or what I do the laundry. I call it back. Well, what's the matter? You better get home right now. I'm like, what's the matter? She's, There's two fucking detectives here asking for you. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, what, She's, what, what did you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. She said, well, you have an, you have, an, you have, like now to get home. Like, you know, of course I wasn't close. I had to walk from wherever I was, um, and to come to find out they were looking for my dad, and they didn't want to explain. They didn't want to talk to my mom at all. So for the next month or two, they stayed outside of my apartment in an unmarked police car around the corner and just watched me, <laughs> thinking like my dad was going to show up. And I would, like good fellas, but De Niro knocks on the door. He goes, hey, jerk off. So let's go. Wake up. That was me every night at 930. I would, I would knock on the window. Hey, jerk off. What time is it? I was just walking my dog. I was being a dick face about it. So um, I've lived a life. And I've, you know, all these stories and stuff like that, you you reflect on things, and of course I can't remember what I had for dinner on Wednesday. So, go figure that shit out. Uh, I guess middle age is finally sitting, you know, creeping up with me. <laughs> I, I don't want to be the bitter Betty, because I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, when it was good, it was good. When it was bad, it was miserable. Like, m- like miserable, and it was terrible, and, um, you know, you get help for it to battle through it, and what I learned in therapy was not to to hold people, I, I learned, how, no, put it this way, I learned how to hold people accountable for shit, you know, so I, I try, I try to, to, to be the best version of me I can be, and that was, that's the goal, you know, I guess, the, you know, I, I tell you guys all the time, be better than you were yesterday. And I mean that because you don't know what's going to happen from day to day. You know, you, you, you could be gone tomorrow and um, not have any regrets, but, but be unfulfilled. And maybe not do things, maybe do things you want to do or fix things that you did wrong and you, that you can control. Just, th- you know, things in your life that you, that you, you want to be a better person for. And this is this is professionally, this is personally. If you're a parent, if you're a spouse, you know, if you're a, you want you want to be the best friend, sibling, nephew, niece, cousin, brother, sister. Um, you know, you want to be the best everything to everyone who loves you. You know, and it's the the goal of mine is to be that better person every day and sometimes it's not easy man sometimes the world just creeps up on you and smacks you in the face like no no we're gonna have some bad days but they don't last you know so that's how you have to look at it and that's how we're looking at the podcast i'm sorry i haven't been on the last couple of weeks i have just been not inspired to do anything but work um and i you know strat was supposed to happen it didn't happen now I'm in the playoffs. I'm going to the, hopefully if I win, I go to the World Series, and then right away it's a, a big turnaround because we have to draft in like another three weeks. So that all happens in the next couple of weeks. And now Mania season is here, 
and we have some shit to talk about. I really don't have a throwback per se this week, but I have some stuff planned. The goal right now is to get to WrestleMania and have some cool episodes. We're definitely going to cover WrestleMania 93, WrestleMania 2003. We're going to preview Mania of this year for the two days. And, of course, that whole weekend, which is Ring of Honor. And I, have, and I, I opened up Ring of Honor because I was very happy about Honor Club. I'm glad I subscribed. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, too. And we're going to rebook WrestleMania 2. I had a great conversation with some of the TakeOver Club guys. We're in a group text. And uh, one of our throwbackers who uh, needs to change his name for kayfabe because he's, he has a pretty po- high-profile job, and it involves the Internet. Um... And it involves a civil service, and I don't want to um, blow his spot up because he's a good dude. We've, we, you know, he's been our friend for years and years and years. But he wants to be involved, and he's like, well, you know, we gotta keep the kayfabe. So he's gonna, we're gonna keep kayfabe with him. He's gonna come on and help us out too. We're gonna rebook WrestleMania too. And Takeover Club has not had a gathering since last year, since November. So we're gonna have a gathering this weekend. At the crib tomorrow with AEW Revolution. I will preview that in a few minutes as well. And we're going to talk some wrestling. I don't, and I and I just haven't been inspired, guys. I have not been, I mean, I watched some wrestling. I just didn't give a shit. I just was like, oh, I have to record? No. I was supposed to get some guest hosts. I didn't even get to, get to them yet. Like, one didn't do it, and one just is waiting on me. I'm like, I, I didn't forget you, Brendan. Don't worry about it. i just been really just not inspired to do a podcast. And I got the, you know, trying to play some strat, do some other shit, you know, just try and just working, man. Working has been, work has been absolutely um, ridiculous. So, um, come to find out that I just had nothing going on except for work. And I was like, oh, man. And like I said, Strat was supposed to happen. Now it's happening. I have to finish this season, go on to the next season. I got some new cards. I'm ready. To, I'm, I'm psyched for that. Um, we're going with the transitions with that too. People just don't, I don't understand sometimes the logic on people that that want to, you know, if, you, if you're involved in a hobby that involves other people like face-to-face and stuff like that, you need to respect other people and I, I I you know this is a game that we play and I'm just there was some politics that were going on and I didn't like it but if I want to continue playing fit this this kind of way I have to you know suck it up and needless to say that happened and I was very turned off by that so I tried to manifest my feelings better and I tried to you know be way better than it was and just not worry about the bullshit. So there I am, and here I am. Now I'm inspired. I'm getting. I'm getting psyched for everything. Cause like I said, it's mania season, man. Uh, the weather's changing. New York is terrible, by the way, with this weather. Um, I mean, we're blessed by not getting decimated with snow this year. We didn't get snow at all, thank God. But the problem is, it's the temperatures. Like you know, people can't stay. They can't stay healthy. Like it'll be like sixty degrees and then drop down to twenty. At night for the last couple of weeks, and then now it's like we've had an abundance of rain. The sun is finally out after like fucking four days, you know, and it's depressing. And now next week the the clocks are being uh, pushed ahead, so now we're not gonna get any date. We're not gonna we're gonna get daylight till about seven o'clock at night our time, but it's still gonna be fucking forty degrees. Like you know, like yesterday it was. I went to the mo- supermarket yesterday. And uh, it was like, it said, the temperature said 40 degrees. But it's 40 degrees and it's damp outside. That, that wind. And you, and now I'm in the supermarket I'm, and I'm shopping. And I hear this lady go, ooh. And I turn around, this old lady's like, are you okay? She's like, oh, I just got a chill. And I'm like, oh, I thought you like you pulled your back out or something, lady. So she's screaming, like, oh, God. Sound like Rosenberg. Oh, my word, my, my, my back and my ass, my neck, you know. So we had a nice little laugh. And then I get through my shop, and I get outside. I'm waiting for my Uber to get back home with the groceries. I'm like, and all of a sudden, I'm that lady now. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh, it's cold. Oh, I got a chill. And I came in. I had a fucking chill so bad. I had to crank the heat up like an old person. And I was like, oh, I can get that chill out of my body till about 9 o'clock last night, you know. I was watching SmackDown. I was watching, I watched Honor Club. I watched fucking Sacramento beat 
the Clippers. That was cool. And just flipping and flopping back and forth, trying not to fall asleep because I the the earlier I fall asleep, the earlier I wake up and I can't go back to sleep. Which happened last night, by the way. I fell asleep right before halftime of the basketball game, and then I woke up right after right before the game ended. And now I'm up till from like twelve thirty to like fucking two three in the morning, and I'm back in bed again. So it's like this is just ridiculous. But that's just that's a medical issue I have. I can't. It's nobody's fault per se. So there we are, right? So anyway, it's been crazy with the weather. So the weather's changing, and and things are happening, and I'm just happy that we'll, there's a routine somewhat back into the fold, you know. Which is um, which is fun, because I need some kind of structure in my life. I can't be doing shit on the fly at this age. It's not. It's just not cool. Anyway, so what's going on? By the way, this still is the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, and we are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. By the way, I didn't even say that in the beginning because I was just babbling about shit. How the hell is everybody doing? I like again, like I said in the beginning. I hope everybody's doing well. Let's talk some wrestling, shall we? Let's talk some wrestling. I did watch a ton of those biographies on A and E, and I, you know. So before I get into anything WWE related, I want to I want to just really talk to some of these fans that, and to my friends too who've been texting recently about shit. You know, the WWE, the entire entity, the enterprise-wide, the product is not structured for older fans, period, okay? I have been saying that on this podcast for years. I know Choppy has echoed my feelings, Jay, Kid Human, Mega Powers, anybody else who's co-host with me and we've discussed WWE, right? WWE is not for us. Anybody over the age of 30, maybe 35, it is not for you. Period. I'm not saying don't watch it and be a fan. Obviously, you are because you're talking about it. Right? What happens when you start seeing shit? Like like these biographies, they're basically... They're fluff uh, projects, right? They're like... They're hyping the character. I was watching Jake the Snake, and Jake the Snake had a terrible life. But they brought it back. They gave him the Hall of Fame. He DDP saved him and whatever, whatever. And they bring it back. They always bring it back to something positive to give the, the, the personality some, some validity to their career. And A&E has a biography, and that's how it goes. And it's a really good series. It's well-produced, by the way, right? It's it's little... I don't know. I don't know. To compare it to the Vice shit, because the Vice stuff is just negative, 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 negative. Um, that's the only difference between the Vice and the the A and E. Plus, A and E is a little more well directed, obviously, because A and E. You know, they're a billion dollar company. Uh, but I, you know, I'm watching these, these these episodes, and I'm like, you know what? It's not stuff you didn't know already, right? But it's it's just nice to hear the family members' perspectives. Um other talent about that talent's perspective like it's not you know and then you and then WWE is just you know they're on another level it's not even for us anymore but you always learn as a fan to take some of the stuff they're doing and 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 you know you, you listen you can evaluate it break it down nine million ways to Sunday it's different from what you're watching elsewhere it's not New Japan it's not it's not aew it's not Noah, it's not Old Japan, it's not um, GCW, it's not, it's not any, it's it's different because it's geared to a different audience. They're a global entity for that reason. They're the number one company in the world for that reason. Okay, talent goes there now to to financially secure themselves. And to explore other aspects of their characters, and be other characters, and be other, and be other, and do other things. You know, you can only, you know, it, it's. It, and I don't want to. I don't want to shit talk John Mox because I always do, right? But and we'll talk about him in a few minutes because he's going to be on tomorrow night's pay per view. 
Uh, but like Mox went from glorified deathmatch wrestler to pseudo badass guy, you know, lore, uh, like an enforcer guy on WWE and had some, you know, solid matches. And then he went back to being glorified deathmatch wrestler for the second biggest company in the world right now. So what does it do for the character? It puts validity in their name. It gave him a platform to go back into the world again and to be the guy he was before, but now on a bigger stage. What I mean by that, Cody Rhodes left, became an ent- became a person on his own. Now he's back to finish his career in terms of um, bucket list. I want to be a champion. I want to do this. I want to do that. He wants. He has unfinished business. The character has unfinished business. The evolution of a character always has unfinished business. Mox had unfinished business. He goes, comes back. Now he's getting the matches. Okay, and he's gotten. You know, he's gonna bleed every match. He's gonna give you 110 percent. The fans are gonna. They're gonna pop. They're gonna mark out. You know, they're gonna say you do you do. You know, they're gonna they're gonna cry and piss and moan or, you know. Mick Foley did it. Mick Foley went from, you know, Texas, uh, world class to the Indies, to Japan, to ECW, WCW, Japan, ECW, and then WWE, and and then he tried to finish it in TNA. Went back, but the character constantly evolved. He took three of his characters at one point. It was all three at the same time. Okay? There's unfinished business with characters. So when WWE has WrestleMania now, and it's a two-day event, and you're telling stories on two different brands, you're not... You're going to fall short sometimes of the match that that you want compared to the match that's needed. Okay? And we'll get it. Let me let me let, well, let's talk about elimination chamber first, okay? And then I'll tell you, and then I'll explain what I what I mean by that. So elimination chamber was a few weeks ago and I mentioned this on the podcast. I I did enjoy it. Um I don't not my favorite gimmick, right? Uh but it was good though, you know. Um Edge and Beth Phoenix, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor match was good. Brock and Bobby Lashley was okay. The Women's Elimination Chamber was really, really good. I enjoyed that. The U.S. title Elimination Chamber, Rollins, Gargano, Montez Ford was a fucking star. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and of course Austin Theory retained, right? But I, I got to tell you, though, that was a good fucking match. I mean, Oscar wins, wins the women's match. You know, there was a big pop for Natty. She's always a good, you know, you know. Uh, you know, the Lashley thing with Brock could have went either way. It was DQ. I don't like the DQ finish on a pay-per-view. It bothers me. Unless they keep telling the story, right? The, you know, the Edge and Beth Phoenix thing, I'm glad that comes to a close finally, you know. Uh, but like I said, Montez Ford was a beast on the U.S. title in Lashley Jamie. He was a star. He stole the show, you know. Um, and then we get to the main event. We all know what's going on with Sami Zayn. He gets the match against Roman Reigns. Um, like, but we knew, like, Sami wasn't going to win, right? So we know Sami's not going to win. Because in storyline, you know, why would you, you know, why would you... You know, give him the title before Mania. With Cody now publicly coming out saying he wants he wants to fight Roman, he's fighting. You know, obviously there's no there's one champion, so Cody can't pick. Roman's got both belts, right? So Cody comes back, he wins the Rumble, he gets the title shot. But Sami Zayn is the biggest story. I can't take nothing away from Cody because Cody just came back and he's on a high, and then the Heyman promo the week after the Chamber. With him and, and and Cody, that was fantastic on Raw, but that's not the real. the The big story is Sami Zayn. He's the most over guy right now in the company, but he's not the opponent at WrestleMania. 
Not yet, anyway. Are they going to put him in a three-way? No. Is Cody going to win a title? Probably. Could they have taken a belt off of Roman? They can. There's, there's things you can do. The, 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 what I'm saying is, when people text me, the Mania card is flat. It's not flat. It's 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 necessary. Matches are necessary. Are they the matches you want? No. Are they the matches I want? Absolutely not. On paper, necessary. To sell tickets, necessary. Okay? To move stories along, necessary. This is unnecessary because we all think Sami Zayn should be fighting at WrestleMania for the title. But Cody's the story. Cody came in. Big Pop comes back to the company. Leaves his, his posh AEW position, right? Put Builds that company. Leaves. Has unfinished business. A.K.A. I'm not getting enough money from, from Tony Khan. But that, that's, that's neither here or there, right? With that being said. Okay? With that being said. What in the Sam hell are they going to do? Not give Cody the title shot after he wins the Rumble? Even though Sami Zayn is over? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's just not cohesive. You know what I'm saying? So, again, when... And, and it's not even... The Mania card can change, too. Like, they have they still have a month to knock all this shit out. And you have a, now you have a month starting this week, I believe. You have a month, you have four weeks of of TV to build two days of matches, right? It, it's again, it's not what you want, but it's what you need on paper. And this is WWE's mo for the absolute like most time, right? It's for forever they've been doing this. It's not. It's it's something that they that they'll hang their hat on, even with shitty booking. Even with shitty booking, they'll do this. Like it's not. It's 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 a deal, right? So what do you do as a fan? Fucking enjoy it. They're not. You're not gonna get. You, you know, some matches fall short. Like on paper, they're great. A couple of years ago, was I think it was AJ and somebody I forget who it was, and the match maybe it was AJ and Finn Balor I forget who it was, but we were all psyched about the AJ match. Or maybe it was Nakamura. I'm not, I don't, I'm trying to remember without looking it up, but there was a there was a match that AJ Styles had on on Mania, and we were all hyped for it. But the match was not good, right? So we were all like, "Oh man, if that match would have kicked ass." Things would have been so different. The, the 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 direction of the car would have went better. Whatever, whatever. It's not for you. If you're listening to this and you're over 35 years old, it's not for you. I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm not saying don't support it. What I'm saying is, be mindful of what the bigger picture is. That was me for a long time. Very very jaded. Oh, why would they do this mania? Why would he do that? Oh God! Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame yet? What da 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 da? And I would piss and moan every fucking year, and just be negative about it. And then I realized, like, it's not for me. And I had this conversation with Kevin Castle, um, a couple a while back. It's like it's not it's not for us anymore. And Kevin's older than me; he's four or five years older than me, I think, at this point. You know, and Kevin gets it. Kevin still talks about SmackDown like every night. You know, every week. He's on social media, breaking down the shows. But that's a that's an older guy. He's older than me, and I'm old. You know, I am definitely old, but he's not as old as him. I love you, Kev, but you know what I mean. But this is what I'm saying. There's a there's Broadway, and there's off Broadway. Broadway's got the big lights, the big shows, the big gimmicks. All Broadway has the the edgier shows, the edgier gimmicks, the the fan, the cult followings, the ECWs, the AEWs, you know, Jersey All Pro at one point, Ring of Honor, Off Broadway, always better, right? In Japan, New Japan, Ichiban number one, WWE style, right? But 
you talk to fans who follow the product hardcore, they're like, screw you, Philly. All Japan is Ichiban. Noah Ichiban. Ribbon Ichiban. Stardom Ichiban. New Japan is WWE. And I love New Japan. It's, if it's not, if the demographic doesn't fold into your age bracket, then you have to take pieces of what's going on and follow characters that you're emotionally invested in. I'll mark out for Kevin Owens every day of the week. Sami Zayn, AJ, Seth Rollins, uh, all those guys. I will mark constantly for those guys. Finn Balor, constantly for those guys. I'm more into theory, Austin Theory now. Those guys, okay? Street Profits, Usos, I like all those guys. New Day, nah, then I'm done. I, NXT is getting hard for me to watch because they're going in a different direction. And this is not a knock on Shawn Michaels. He's trying to bring these guys up and girls up, but it's like, eh, it's missing something. It's missing something. Edgy, edgy I don't know. Like, I, It's just missing something. Oh, let me check one of those here. Did I cover all those bases already with WWE? I did. I did. You know, so, you know, speaking of Japan, uh, I know Zack Sabre Jr., he uh, retained his ROH, um, on ROH TV, he retained his um, New Japan TV title, and he called out Brian Danielson, that's going to be a good match. Um, so we know that, that Jay White is gone, um, and we also know that it's, we're in the 51st year of New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is great. And the, what's her face, Sasha, now Mercedes, might be ta- might be teaming up with Omega in a mixed match. If you listen to Meltzer. But they're doing things over there too. And they're, and they're working agreement with, with Impact. They're doing an Impact pay-per-view with them. Um, you know, Kushida is more involved again. It's just... It, it's fun, man. There's a lot of an options. I mean, we've been saying this for years now. There's so many options as a fan. You you know you, you don't have. It's not stale anymore. Uh, I know. Uh, Blue Justice, I think, just won the Triple Crown, and I mean, listen. We all know my admiration for for Yuji Nagata and and that, and that class of guys from the '90s. You know. But there's this this feeling of the forbidden door having you know the uh the what do you call it the, the, just constantly rotating you know that in that that's it's like a giant lobby with that constant door just rotating around and around and guys are, guys and girls are gonna be coming in and out and it who benefits from that everybody benefits from that. That rotating door, that 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 you know that 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 Tony Khan was that pushed for last year. It's like now, it's gonna be everywhere. Even like when, when Triple H letting guys work Japan last year it was like you know what this is what and this, and this year I mean, this is what this is what it's supposed to be. Okay, there's no more K, there's no more kayfabe in terms of you know, uh, you know. Where guys and girls are supposed to be and the characters and everything is out in the open now. You're looking on the internet every day. Kids know they're not stupid. You're not. You're not. You, you know. You're not fooling anybody, and you're not gonna disrespect anybody and, and insult their intelligence. But this is who benefits. The talent benefits because they get they get a paycheck from wherever they're going. A, B. They put their name out there, or they put their name. They bring their name back to somewhere where they were. And put some validity to their characters. It's all about bringing it back full circle to the character. This is a character-driven genre. Okay? Not like clowns and cowboys and Indians from back in the day. You know? But it's still character-driven. Okay? What does the talent have to do to keep themselves... um, uh, current 
keep themselves valid. Keep and you. I mean, you know, we're valid a lot during the show because I I feel like the validity of a of a of a character is constantly being tested wherever they go. Like Sasha Banks goes to New Japan, right, her, and wins her first match off the bat. Like it's like I love Sasha, but it's you know she wants validity. Even though she's not Sasha Banks no more, they all, she's still Sasha Banks to me. That Mercedes Monet gimmick, that's going to it's it's just a, it's Sasha Banks 2.0. It's a different name, but she's putting validity on what she's done in WWE and bringing it to another another platform. Okay, Kenny Omega going back to Japan this year for Wrestle Kingdom. Validity. Validity. Five years ago, he was the greatest wrestler on the planet. And then he decides to go and with his friends and start a company and kind of takes a back seat to other talent, what his role was in the company. Then he gets hurt for legit. And now it's like he comes back. It's like, well, I'm back. Carry on, you know, Wayward Sons, you know. What do you do? It's just the characters are just trying to stay current. They're trying to keep their name out. I love it. I love that Nakamura fought Muda and Omega came back to Japan. And I love that, that Impact guys and Ring of Honor guys are going to Japan and and um, guys are going to AEW and, and Ring of Honor. And, and, you know, it's just it's fun. It's absolutely fun. And I love it. Um. So, with that being said, uh, how far are we into this now? I have to look at my screen here. Gimmicks, gimmicks, gimmicks. Let's take a quick break. Let's plug our friends. We'll come back. We'll finish up with Ring of Honor and All Elite, and we'll, and we'll preview the uh, pay-per-view t- tomorrow and all that happy horse shit. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Rea. And let Sir Lord Alfred Hayes take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder Because if you don't find us, we will find you. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday nights on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. 
Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, Choppy. All right, we're back. Terminal Throwbacks, episode four. What did I say it was? 76 or something like that? 70, yeah, I think it was 76. I forget. Either way, we're almost at 500. <laughs> we're almost at 500. Um, okay, so with, the, with AEW being tomorrow, the pay-per-view revolution, I got to watch Ring of Honor last night, the... Um, the new uh, the new weekly episodes on Honor Club. If you're a fan of, of Ring of Honor, definitely try to subscribe to Honor Club. It's it's really fun. They revamped it, and uh, I'm excited. I, I Ring of Honor is my favorite promotion right now, and even more so that Eddie Kingston is is in the fold, and he'll hope now he'll probably be a world champion without any but bull, bullshit of politics. Um, but anyway. Uh, Mark Briscoe made his singles return to wrestling on Ring of Honor, and he uh, defeated Slim from the um, with Ari Davari and Mark Sterling. Uh, what are they called the 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 um, the trunk? No, what are they called the um, no trunk? What's off the fucking name of them? I forget the name of the team, but it's 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 Slim J and uh, Davari, the Trust Busters. Yeah, that's what they're called. And he uh, and Mark beat him with Jay Driller. Um, Lexi Nair, the beautiful Lexi Nair, by the way, was backstage. She interviewed Tony Deppin, uh, who's reading lines from a script. <laughs> what the hell? He, he challenges Samoa Joe to a title match on next week's episode. Joe is actually defending his title, uh, the the other title, I think, tomorrow uh, against Waldo. We'll get into that in a second. The Kingdom, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett with Maria Kanellis defeated the Infantry, which is my first look at them. Uh, who was uh, Carly Bravo and she and Sean Dean? Uh, Bennett beats Bravo after the Kingdom hit the Proton Pack. We get another backstage video with Blake Christian uh, hyping uh, Blake Christian, who's a, re- look, a really impressive looking kid. He 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 uh, challenges ZSJ for the New Japan Pro Wrestling World TV Championship, and that was a good match. Of course, uh, ZSJ, like I mentioned before, retained. And then Lexi is backstage with uh, with Takashita. Who actually looks good in Ring of Honor, man? Keep him there. Don't put him on fucking curtain ma- curtain jerk matches on AEW. But Mark Sterling and Davari are there too. They want him to cancel the match against Josh Woods, part of the Varsity Athletes, and split the prize money. Of course, Takashita deny uh, declines that, rips the paper up. Christopher Daniels cuts a promo about the history of Ring of Honor, and he he still has he wants still wants to make some contributions to the company. And he defeats Rahit Rajul with the uh, BME, the best moon salt ever. And then Lexi Nair is back again with Red Titus and Hot Sauce Tracy. I love hot sauce. Uh, Red Titus and Hot Sauce get challenged by Aussie Open for next week. I'm excited about that. And then we get the Takashita who does defeat Josh Woods with the wheelbarrow German suplex. And then she interviews uh, Claudio. The Ring of Honor World Champ backstage he hasn't forgotten his recent run running with AR Fox in top flight. Uh, the six man championship, the embassy, Brian Cage, Bishop Khan, and Toa, Toa Leona with Prince Nana defeats Joey Keys, Rex Lawless, and LSG. LSG is awesome, by the way. Um, Cage pins LSG with a pop up power bomb assisted by 
of course, his, ta- his, his, his tag team partners. Um, they get a hype video from Metalik, and he fights Ari Davari with the uh, via pinfall with the interest we bust with some interference by his partner Slim J. Lexi interviews AR Fox. Fox says he's tried out for ROH years ago but wasn't signed. Now he's back and he's coming for the title. We get to a women's match. Uh, Madison Rain and Sky Blue defeat the NWA ta- women's tag team champions, the Renegades, Charlotte and Robin, via pinfall after Blue hits Charlotte with the Sky Fall. And then we get a hype video for Dalton Castle, who's back, and he'll appear on next week's episode. And then the matches for next week. And I love Ian Riccoboni is back with Caprice Coleman. They're going to hype um, uh, Samoa Joe. Willow's gonna fight. There's a, there's a oh, no. Willow did fight Lady Frost. Um, for the and then uh, we get a hype video for Joe. And then he interviews Wheel uh, Yuta. and then of course Claudio hits. Um, beats Ar Fox. Um, with a great match by the way. Um, seventeen million kickouts, but he finally defeats Ar Fox by a pinfall after he hits Fox with a midair European uppercut. And then, like, and then I played the promo before when the when the the show started. Eddie Kingston comes out microphone and says, "I'm an independent contractor, dog. I'm 10.99, and I promised Mox I wouldn't beat your ass on AEW. But this ain't AEW. This is Ring of Honor. I'm coming for the title. So that's probably gonna set up Supercard of Honor, WrestleMania weekend. Eddie Kingston versus Claudio. I will be." At my edge of my seat, rooting for... I love both guys, but you know, I'm an Eddie Kingston mark. I want him to be world champion. Claudio can get it back anytime he wants. Let's give Eddie Kingston a rub. Let him get a title shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, watching uh, AEW the last couple of weeks, Um, you know... There's always been that booking thing with them with the fifty fifty and I and I pissed and moaned for months about them using Ring of Honor or getting another show, whatever and you know, now you have Ring of Honor. Okay. And you have Ring of Honor owned by Tony Khan, who can now keep the Ring of Honor blueprint and utilize the talent he's not using on his main TV shows. Eddie Kingston gets lost in the shuffle. Now he's a star. Claudio could get lost in the shuffle, but now he's a star again. You know, those guys. You know, you got a whole bunch of tag teams. You can shuffle them back and forth. Okay, you got the Vossy Athletes. You got the fucking Embassy. FTR's going to be coming back soon. You got all these tag teams. The Dark Order... You got the Bucks. You got the Elite with the Bucks. With Kenny Omega. You got the Blackpool fucking Fight Club. They tag up all the time. The Lucha Bros. The, what do you call those cats? The the Guns, the Tag Team Champions. You got the Acclaimed. You got Jarrett and Lethal. You got Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. You got the House of Black. You know what I'm saying? You got tag teams. You got tag teams. Use them. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock, the buy-in for for the uh, for the pay-per-view. Another five-hour pay-per-view. That's why I'm not leaving the house tomorrow because <laughs> I have to get up at. I have to be in class at eight a.m. to renew one of my uh, certifications for work. So the pre-show is Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers taking on Davari. And the varsity athletes. Blackpool Combat Club, like I mentioned just now. Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, the world champion and the pure champion, uh, will take on the, the Dark Order. They got some history going on there. And then the main card. Now, I recently read on one of the stupid third sheets that Danielson is asking to go on first for his Iron Man match, title match against against MJF, right? Because he's he goes to bed early. They're going to be in California, okay? If the first match is 8 o'clock, it's 5 o'clock in fucking California. He goes to bed at 8 o'clock at night, allegedly. I'm not surprised if this is real, but dog, 
you're 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 the number one contender for the company's heavyweight championship. Wouldn't you want a main event? Now, if it's oh, 10 o'clock here, it's only fucking 7 o'clock there. So you could still have the match and be home before 10 o'clock night Pacific time. Like, how, how fucking... What are you, what are you a child? What are you, a fucking geriatric that you have to have the, the opening match? If they open with the title match, then it, it, it might ruin the entire night. Seriously. What are you going to do? Are you going to headline with, at that point, you're going to headline with fucking Mox and Hangman in a Texas death match? That's going to be your main event? When you're having an Iron Man fucking 60-minute world championship? If they do that tomorrow night, and I spend my money, and I don't fucking bootleg it, right? If I don't bootleg it tomorrow and I buy it because I'm bu- I have a company, I don't want I don't want the feed to get messed up, so I always buy it when I come over. Okay, if I pay the fifty dollars tomorrow and I buy this pay per view and they open up with the sixty minute world championship match, then fucking shame on Dixie Khan, shame on him. That should be your headliner, Brian Danielson, one of the greatest technical wrestlers in the world, against probably the best heel in professional wrestling right now, MJF. Who's the world champion of the of your company? You're gonna open up with that match because he wants to go to bed early. If that's the reason, man, then shame on him. If it's not the reason, and you're opening up with that match, then shame on him. And I hope he loses every time he fights AJ, MJF. Not that MJF was gonna lose anyway, but I'm just saying. Okay, so Iron Man match, sixty minutes. You know the rules. You got to get as many pinfalls against your opponent in one hour, okay? Moxley versus Hangman. I don't see Hangman winning this, unfortunately, but it is what it is. AEW World Championship three-way. Jamie Hayter with the big, fat shit locker defends against Soraya and Ruby Soha. I think Soraya's going to win a title. Uh, the Trios Championship, the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Bucks take defending against the House of Black. Another fucking tag team I didn't mention. Uh, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Big Brody King. Samoa Joe, like I mentioned before, is defending against Warlow. He can't keep both belts, man. They got to do something with him. I love Joe, but... Um, the World Tag Team titles are four-way. The Guns will defend against the Acclaimed. Jarrett and Lethal and Orange Cassie and Dan Housen, who just won their way in last this past week. Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. The... Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from ringside. And no holds barred. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Which should open the fuck... That should open the pay-per-view. Go backwards. The way I read it, go backwards. Open up with that. Then Jericho. Then a tag title. Then TNT. Then a trios. Then world. Then the death match. No. Yeah, then the death match. And then the title match. All right? Tony Khan, please book it. Okay, you're getting the buy rates now. You get, you have a fan base. You're not gonna lose any money. You you don't put the fucking price when when you ordered a boxing match. You didn't put the prize fight on first. You waited the three hours for the undercard. That's what you that's what you that's what your, your meat and potatoes are. That's what your fucking meat and potatoes are, kids. Come on now, let's be honest with ourselves and and. and and if anybody's happy about that opening match, unless you have to go to work or something, or if you if you, if your if your if your schedule doesn't align with the pay per view, and you want to watch the main event first, then good for you. Have at it. But I don't want to pay fifty dollars tomorrow and have that match open. I'm done. I would be very upset. The saving grace is that my boys are coming. I haven't seen my crew in a long time. My son's coming. Saving grace is the fucking spread we're putting out, and the good times when the good laughs we're gonna have during the pay per view, like we always do. But if they book it like that, then shame on them. Shame on them. Crazy. I don't like that. But I'm so psyched, though. I'm so psyched for the next couple of months. We got Mania. You know they're gonna have the. I just it's gonna be a great fucking couple of months for wrestling again, man. I'm excited. And this is where I get hype. I get amped up. I get crazy. You know? Usually it starts with that kind of shit, you know? 
what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? With that being said, I think I'm going to wrap things up here. I have nothing else to talk about. I have nothing else going on. I'm going to try to start my day. Um, What else is going on here? Let me see here. All right. Yeah, I did, I went, I did an hour. I think I did all right. Um, Thank you for listening. And I hope to have a, a regular schedule of shows coming up soon. I just have to get my shit together and be a little more uh, active. I just, like I said, I've been not mentally there. I haven't been feeling right. And I just wasn't really motivated to do a lot of shows. And I, and I told you guys this was going to happen. So if you if if you were expecting more shows, I apologize, but I am getting the, the bug back. So you're all in for some nonsense now. So <laughs> I hope you uh you're getting what you asked for. You know what I'm saying? Let's um let's 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 get out of here. Let's pull this train into the station, shall we? All right, you know all the social media handles: poorwrestlingtees.com/slash tomical throwbacks. Please buy a shirt. Be a mark. Buy a shirt. Um. TermicalThrowbacks.com is where all our stuff is now. Click on the link. Support us, the Wizards, Rant DM Radio. Shout Double A, man. His mom's not doing too well, so keep Mrs. A in your prayers. Double A's dealing with that. Shout out to Tony C and all the crew there. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been your gracious host, Philly Ray, the Impact Player for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Until then, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy the pay-per-view. Don't be a jerk-off. Be kind to animals. And, uh, I don't know. Good night, Gracie.